Hello, everyone, and welcome to Bath and Biscuits, the podcast. I'm your host, Brittany Rosino, and I am here to bring pet parents and pet professionals together to create a community of educated pet lovers. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode. I want to start off by saying that every single time I sit down to record an episode, I have the purest intentions of being consistent and posting every single week and recording and making all of this content. And then weeks go by and I just haven't put anything out. So. I am definitely going to try to be more consistent. It is a little bit hard because I don't have like a space where I can just be in a soundproof area and record so any little noise in the background you can hear and I haven't really figured out yet how to get rid of background noise without affecting audio so I'm still learning. Um, So I appreciate everybody who does tune in and who does listen to older episodes. I know people check in every week, so it's really great to see that the the podcasts do get views, um, even when I'm not posting consistently. So I'm excited to really get into a groove and get into a rhythm of posting consistently because I think that there are so many good things that I have in mind for this podcast. Um, I have a couple interviews that I am hoping to line up and then within the next few weeks have them recorded and they're going to be two episodes that are just really great and really informative and I think the message in them is going to be super beneficial to pet parents and also pet professionals but I'm really hoping that they they work out. So that is enough rambling for now. For this episode, I think it's something that a lot of people can resonate with whether in their business in their career or just in their personal life and it's how to be an effective leader if you want to be successful in your leadership you can't just boss everybody around and tell people what to do there is a big difference in being a boss and being a leader and i think it's really important that you understand how to be an effective leader if you are in a role of management or an employer it's it's really important to lead your team and there are ways that you can be successful to do that so the first way that i think that you can be an effective leader is to listen and learn it can be hard sometimes to listen to feedback from your staff or listen to feedback from your clients because sometimes it could feel like an attack on you personally or um, a criticism of your decisions, but you can't take feedback personal. At the end of the day, whether you are a manager or you are a business owner, it can be difficult for people to kind of give you suggestions because as a business owner, it's like I... I know what it's like to run this business and these people don't know what it's like to run a business and as a manager it's like I worked hard to get to this position like these people don't know what it takes to be in this role so I understand where it can be a little bit hard to accept feedback but hear me out a lot of the times 
what clients will say to you may not be realistic things that you can do but you do want to listen to them and listen to what they have to say um especially when they're talking about something that they that they would like to see from your business or something that they would like purchase or um, services that they would like because it's not just enough to get clients in the door you want to keep them you want to keep them engaged you want to keep them coming back you want them to spread the word about you so listening to suggestions that they have can really go a long way and have a positive impact on your business really a big like huge aspect of listening is listening to your staff specifically within the pet care industry your staff are the ones who are working with the dogs day in and day out and they're the ones that are executing the company's SOPs. so they're the ones doing the procedures day in and day out so they're going to be the ones to find flaws in any of the procedures and they're also going to be the ones that are going to spot problematic dogs listen to your staff when they tell you that they're having an issue with a dog because i guarantee you they are right and it can be hard for us as managers or as the business owners to want to get rid of problematic dogs or like dismiss dogs from group because we have relationships with the clients where a lot of the times the people in the back they don't know the clients they know the dogs and it's like vice versa the people in the front don't really know the dogs but they know the people and so it can be hard personally to kind of like there have been so many dogs um where i love the clients the clients are great they're really understanding they're amazing they follow the policies they don't complain but the dog is just not a great candidate for daycare and so it can be such a struggle to be like oh i love this person like why does their dog have to be bad in daycare like why do i have to tell them but i would rather lose one or two daycare clients then lose really great staff members because they are burnt out by the dogs that they have to deal with day in and day out. Also in terms of like your procedures, like I said, they're the ones that are actually executing these. And so even though something seems good on paper when you're writing up a handbook, does it mean that it's actually as effective as you think when you're actually applying it to the day-to-day operations and the tasks. So if there's something that can be changed, listen to the people who are actually doing the work day in and day out because they may be able to figure out ways to do things quicker and more efficiently. Just because you are a business owner or a manager, it does not mean that you know everything. So this is going into my next part of this, of learning you should always continue your education especially within the pet care industry there is always something for you to be learning there's so much growing information out there that if you started in the pet industry 20 years ago things are totally different now so really continuing to learn and continuing your education and some of the ways that i like to continue my education is by reading books i like to attend expos and take advantage of the classes that they offer i'm in a bunch of different facebook groups i'm active on my social media Um, i love doing interviews with other people within the industry and just learning from them online courses i read blogs there's so much information out there there's so much like webinars like things that you can do from home to learn that there's really no excuse for you to not continue your education within this industry and this is going to lead into my next way that you can be an effective leader which is to educate 
I think a really big part of this industry is education and it's so important for you as a business owner or a manager to educate yourselves on all aspects that go into taking care of the dogs but then educating and teaching what you learn to your staff and to your clients people don't know what they don't know a really great example is in the grooming industry as a groomer we see a lot of dogs come in that are pretty neglected they have matted coats they're filthy they're dirty and it's a lot of the times doodle clients and it's it is it's the pet parent's job to do their research on a breed before they get a dog however there are a bunch of breeders out there i'm going to talk specifically about golden doodles or like any type of doodle breed at this point because there's so many different mixes that it's not even just golden doodles it's any type of doodle mix where breeders are telling people these dogs are low maintenance they're hypoallergenic you don't really have to brush them they don't have to be groomed until they're like a year old so these people are getting misinformation from their breeder and if they don't know any better they're trusting a breeder because you would expect that a person who is breeding these animals to know about the animals that they're breeding and we as professionals know that that is not the case that these people are just breeding these dogs they're mixing all of these different breeds together and creating all of these hybrid type like doodle mixes I swear every day I feel like somebody contacts us and it's like a different type of doodle mix that just like came out of nowhere. So people don't know what they don't know. So it's so easy as a pet professional to get upset at these clients because we're like, how do you not brush your dog? How is this dog a year and a half old and it's never been to a groomer's? People do not know what they don't know. And it is our job as a professionals to teach our clients So to take a step back and understand that people are not professionals when it comes to pets. And I say this to people too, when they come in for interviews and they look to join a team and they've never worked in the industry before, but they're like, no, I've never worked with dogs, but I have pets. Owning dogs, like that does not set you up to be successful working in the pet industry. So just because somebody owns a pet doesn't necessarily mean that they're very knowledgeable on animal care animal behavior grooming health and wellness all of that and then you want to educate your staff as well i think a big problem within the pet industry is that there are people who are opening up businesses who have never worked in the industry before but they see dogs as dollar signs and you have to think of like how can you effectively train staff if you don't know what you're doing how do you expect to create a safe environment for your staff and for the dogs if you don't understand dog body language dog behavior how to handle dogs like you need to know what you're doing and you have to educate your staff the next part of this of ways that you can be an effective leader is to appreciate your staff appreciation goes such a long way a simple thank you at the end of someone's shift can really make such a big difference but it really is just it is more than that it's more than just a thank you at the end of a shift and 
I think appreciation is very much individualized and so you need to get to know your staff in order to appreciate them in a way that's going to be received. So for some people, verbal praise might be great. They might love that. That might be really great recognition to keep them going and keep them doing a good job. But for other people, they might want a pay raise or a bonus or they might want paid vacation times or benefits or Um, you know people appreciate when you buy lunch or buy breakfast or if you plan like a team outing so appreciation is very individualized and there's no one way to show appreciation and it's really just getting to know your staff and figuring out what makes them feel good and makes them feel appreciated and then the last way that I feel like you can be an effective leader is to delegate if you are like me you tend to take on a lot and try to do everything yourself and it's not necessarily because you don't trust other people to do it it's just like that is my work at that's my work ethic is to do a lot and do all of the things but as a manager as an owner it's so important for you to delegate because your focus needs to be on the operations and on the business side of things and what is going to move the needle forward in your business and you can't do that if you're focusing on the day-to-day tasks of picking up poop and cleaning and blah 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 all those things you need to learn how to delegate tasks and again to be able to step back and delegate tasks and have your employees be set up for success you have to educate yourself as a manager as an employer to then successfully train your staff to know what they're doing and not need you to be micromanaging and then showing appreciation so that people want to continue to do good work and so you should be able to take a step back because you should be confident in the training process and confident in the fact that you taught your employees everything that they need to know to be successful and to do the day-to-day operations without needing your guidance or without needing your help. And that's not to say that you're never going to help and you're going to be completely hands-off, but you should be able to. You should be able to leave your business as the business owner and not have to worry about it. And so I think overall, for you to be a successful leader is to lead by example. Don't expect your staff to do things that you won't do or you don't know how to do yourself. I think there's a huge lack of respect in many facilities because the business owners have no idea what they're doing and then they're constantly micromanaging and reprimanding the employees. And it's like, how are you going to yell at me for doing something when you don't even do this yourself and you have no idea how to do it? Like, you send the business owner in the back to do the day-to-day tasks and they have no idea what to do so it's really important to lead by example i like you don't have to again like you can totally be a boss and not a leader but there's gonna be that lack of respect and people aren't gonna enjoy working for you and especially nowadays people care about work culture that's such a huge thing so to be an effective leader and to have that respect of your employees you have to lead by example and there there is there's just this different level of respect between employees and employers when employees know that their their leaders and the people in positions of power will help them and also know 
how to do the things that they're doing. So these are just some tips of how to be an effective leader and really focus on listening, learning, educating, appreciating, and delegating. And I think that will make a huge difference in the culture and the effectiveness of you as a leader. If you found this to be helpful, I would really love to hear some feedback. You can comment on my Instagram. You can leave a review and please share. Let me know what you think. I would really, really love it. And if you can, please rate the podcast as well. And I will see you guys hopefully next week with another episode. And thank you guys so much for listening. 